Previously on the Adventure Zone. All right, I cast Charm Person on Clark. Clark, my name is Taco. It's a, ple- it's a pleasure. It's a. It's well, really, really I feel super like great we've to known meet each other for ages. Right? I feel right? that way too. Th- Do you need it? any money or any? Can I just start? Can I give you all of the things I have? There will be time for that. The dwarf opens up his helmet, and a thick cloud of smoke comes out. My name is Boyland. Excuse me? This big crystal golem holds out one of its long, sharp claws and points it at Merle. You. A robot about the size and uh, shape of a car engine. Are you in need of assistance? My, my name is Noel. It doesn't have an L in it? Oh, boy. That's a real, that's a real stinker, I gotta tell you. Uh, the central pillar in the room that is now completely crystallized begins to groan. <laughs> Sorry, did you say Billy crystallized? <laughs> All right, that's the end of the episode. We're Billy crystallized. No. You look marvelous. <laughs> what mortal danger will our heroes not take seriously this week? Maybe they'll make some boner jokes and some skeletons. It's the Adventure Zone. At what point, Griffin, we haven't um, solidified the structure of the episode now 33 in. What point do we get to talk about, like, our theories about what's going on and, like, fan theories? Is that in the after show? Yeah, that's uh, after the final roll. No way. In the the Adventure Zone zone. uh Uh-huh. Hosted (laughs) by Chris Hardwick. The the Adventure Zone zone. Um, yeah, we, we'll talk about him there. We'll get some, like, famous guests that love the program. I'm talking about people like David Duchovny. I'm talking mm-hmm. about people like... Flavor Flav. Flavors. Like Flavid Duchovny. Flavid Duchovny. Flavid Duchovny. Yeah, when they both stepped into the teleporter experiment, that was at that <laughs> high school, but something went terribly awry, and they became one sort of slime man. The whole gang. The, you know, the whole gang of people who like and listen to and enjoy our show. Um, so yes, the, the, the room has just been crystallized. This, uh, the central pillar is, uh, uh, this, this white light has moved into it and it has started to groan and these large cracks are starting to form in it. Uh, and it's starting to make some pretty gnarly, uh, noises. Uh, just to give you a reminder, this room you're in, uh, there's the, the door into the, uh, shit, what was the last room you were in? We went to, okay, we were in Lucas's bedroom. Uh, right, so there's the door to Lucas's bedroom, there's the door to the room you came through from Hodgepodge, and then there's the door leading inward, um, in, into the And isn't there a mystery the door? Oh, yes, and there's a fourth mystery door that you could not get through because it wasn't active. Even if I chop it real hard? Um, I mean, you could certainly try, you can do whatever you want. I was accused of railroading, viciously, in the Reddit. Was that on the train episode? Why are you reading the Reddit? Well, I read the Reddit so I can figure out what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if everybody could That's stop. where I get all my theories yeah, from. Yeah, stop giving us all your really smart fan theories. <laughs> 
I figured the whole thing out now. But folks, it makes nobody feel worse than me because they're so much better than my own shit. <laughs> yeah. But then people suggest- I just think you're Griffin going, oh yeah, and writing that down. So, then people suggest things that they think I will do, and then I read them, and I think I should do that, and it turns into this stranger than fiction, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Okay, I would like to, before we run out of the room, try a chop on the mystery room. Okay. Just so I can feel like I've done something. Yeah, sure. Uh, th- yeah, sure. Um, um, what the would door, that be? The door has not... Oh, it would just be a melee attack. The door hasn't been crystallized um, because it's it's protected by the airlock seal. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's just, like, not... It's not active. It's not working. Well, I rolled a 12 plus 7. So, 19. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's good enough to uh, to wedge your axe in there and make a little, make a little hole. Um, and through that hole, um, you can see through the airlock, um, the, it's, it's open actually on the other side and through that hole, you can peek into what looks like another sort of private residence, like another sort of private sleeping chambers, much like the room, um, that you were in just before in Lucas's room, only it's not lit up at all. Um, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a bit. It, it does look derelict, but it is definitely a um, uh, a dormitory it's of like some sort. Did okay, great. Let's get out of here. The nurse bot see that? Uh, yeah, and she said, uh, "Hey, can you not? We should get the hell out of here. Come on, this is like a lo- Carrie Carrie Peach, who does like all the wonderful art for our show, did this amazing uh, drawing of her and and her sort of uh, like uh, I I'm, I'm just gonna say it scrumbled together nature." <laughs> Uh, and there is a great, uh, the best thing on it is there's like little, a little label on her that says, uh, in O period, like number one, three, or, uh, three, one, one, three, like Noel It's fucking perfect. Good. That's the fucking canon. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. You're All in right. this room. This central <laughs> yeah, pillar is starting to crack. Okay. Should we do a skedaddle check? Uh, if you want. Oh, critical mint. No, I got 17 skedaddle. Uh-oh. You skadoople. <laughs> oh no. You fall over. <laughs> I skadoodled. Uh, where are you? Where are you going? What are you doing? At the airlock, like the one place we are supposed to keep going, right? Okay. Like my other option is back into Lucas's room, take a nap, and hope that it doesn't collapse. Is that an option? Yeah. So you, you're you're making your way in towards the middle of the lab. Yes. Yes. Okay. You 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 make your way in through that airlock leading into the center of the lab. Um, and as you sort of clear that airlock and, and get inside of it, the uh, the central pillar in the middle of the room just kind of explodes, sending shards of crystal shap- shrapnel uh, all over the room, um, although they just kind of stop in midair right in front of the airlock that you came through. Um, and the curious thing about, like, the shards as they're stuck in midair is they form almost a perfect, like, dwarf shape, um, as as if they were all targeting... Uh, 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 Merle, when they Man. flew in your direction, <laughs> that's just ridiculous. What these these gemstones? <laughs> they done hate Merle. Um, and as they as they sort of fall harmlessly to the ground, uh, you you see that light pass through another rift, uh, and disappear. Hey, Griffin, I don't want to derail it, but is this the gems targeting Merle, or are you targeting Dad? Is there something you need to talk about? <laughs> are you mad at Dad for some reason? Uh, I'd rather not get into it. Okay, I don't want to. We'll wanna... save that for the adventure zone zone. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna go uh, th- in in the adventure zone untucked. We're gonna get into it. <laughs> As that white light sort of disappears in through the rift, uh, you see Noel uh, has her little satellite dish uh, that she has on top of her head that was pointing at her, and she says, um, 
hey, I, I just want to let you all know, I, I scanned that thing just to like try and figure out what it is. And it's definitely, it's of, if it's of undead origin, but it's got some sort of, it's got traces of divine energy all around it. I'm trying to figure out, you guys know what's going on? I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that thing. Well, I mean, I, I've got some theories, but I don't think this is the time and place. Besides, you read them all on Reddit, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Angus actually chimes in through your uh, Stone of Far Speech, and he's like, ah, this is killing me. This, uh, this all sounds so familiar, but I just can't place it. And you hear him flipping through some books. He's like, I'll keep digging into it. You guys just keep on moving in and just regroup with the rest of the team. Listen, hey, it, it, may, hey, it may be familiar, but it's not too familiar because I've never heard of anything like it. But not too not familiar because it seems like <laughs> something I would know about. <laughs> um, so you're in this airlock that is another one of these branching pathways, and it's leading towards two doors. Uh, and they are labeled as follows. Um, the one going to the left is labeled the Death Laser Calibration Chamber. And the door on the right is labeled Large Humanoid Species Behavior Modification Testing. Um, and then that's, that sign is actually scratched out. And underneath it, uh, in uh, sort of crude handwriting, is the word hug bears. <gasps> um, and uh, Lucas says, uh, now, by my calculations, I, I think I know where you guys are. And you definitely trust me on this one. You got to go to that death laser calibration chamber. Hug bears. Hug bears. Hug bears. No, tr- trust me, you guys. Hug bears. It's gonna be. Hug bears. Hug bears. You're just yelling hug bears at Bug me. Bug hairs. What? What? <laughs> what did you say? I said we go to the hug bears. Okay. Um, as you pop open the room labeled hug bears, you uh, enter into a a pretty curious scene, and it's it's uh, unlike any room you've been on in in Lucas's lab so far. Um, it's actually a pretty cozy-looking living room, um, and there's a lit fireplace and some uh, a mantle with some uh, family photos on it. Um, uh, but but this room has been turned over. It almost looks like there's a there's a couch that's been overturned in the middle of the room uh, with some scratches on it. There's some smashed teacups and spilled tea on the ground. Um, there are a few potted plants that have been upended. Um, that are weirdly like writhing on the floor, um, and then right in the middle of the room is just basically a giant hairy mass. Yes, um, and uh, uh, you can make out in this mass four bugbears uh, of various uh, shapes and fur colorings, um, and they are all asleep. Um, and one of them actually has a pretty bad cut on his head. It looks like, um, but they are they are sleeping fairly soundly. And um, did I just so I can get a full picture? Is Noel still with us, or is yeah. she like okay? Yeah, Noel's with you. Um, I, I'm gonna whisper to Noel. What's up? What's all this then? <laughs> Noel, what, you, what is oh, this shit? I don't. What happened to them? Hey, can y'all check? Make sure they're okay. Um, what what is this testing room for? What were the, what were you testing? Well, it's not really a testing room. It's just where the hug bears live. Oh, cool. Oh, cool, I shouldn't cool. call them that. The the uh, I forget what I'm supposed to call them. I just call them hug bears. Cool, cool, cool. Great, what great, you, great. What what's the story with hug bears? I'm not familiar. Hold on, I got a truck passing. Like a fart? No, like a truck. Oh, I got a truck passing. It's pretty good podcast slang for I have to fart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of an experiment, I guess. But mostly, they're just like 
They're just like buds. They just hang out and help us out and, and, and you know. Oh, that they, sounds they, cool. They do so, a little bit of work here and there around the lab. Um, and yeah, they're just, they're, they're good. They're good folk. I'm worried about them. That sounds great. I, I'm saying like take us in from the ground level on hug bears. What are hug bears? As as you say that, Taka, the, this 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 hug bear pile starts to sort of rustle around, <gasps> um, and you hear some horse. groans coming from it. I am chugging for some hugging. Let's do this. <laughs> I want to get in there. I hug these bears. So you're just hugging them, then? Well, not yet, but I'm she, definitely gearing up for it. You're not saying huggy bear like from Starsky and Hutch, right? Good right. You're doing you're Dad. doing your you're doing your pre hug stretches. That's correct. You don't want to tear something. No, I want to do a attack. Um, no, um, I want to do a nature check to see if I know anything about hug bears. Okay. Or or can assess anything about this situation about these creatures here. Uh, we've got a eighteen. 14 okay. plus my four in nature. Yeah, I mean, there's no such thing as a hug bear. There is such a thing as a bug bear, um, and you have met one, uh, Clark. Clark. Um, uh, and the only thing you really know about bug bears is that they are giant and super strong and, like, unswervingly violent. They they are just, they're just little furry balls of of violence and hate and bloodshed. I'll be outside. They're, irrede- <laughs> they're irredeemable kill monsters tacos good out here but, so not but noel friends. said they were fine that they were good folk cool 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 um, Glad we all agree uh these this 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 hug bear pile is now wrestling and ruffling a little bit more okay so we should sneak past them i want to heal the one with a cut on his head okay cool Great. You know, Good it's like you. the whole Androcles and the lion. I'm staying like literally, I'm not joking. I'm I'm Pull outside of the room. Like I'm not going in. Until uh, you're like in the airlock, like watching. Yeah, like watching, like what are they doing? I'm like, whispering okay, to so. my shield about that time I fought a hug bear. I have okay, a big, that's a lie. Oh, oh I, no, you really did. I rolled an 18, by the way. Okay. I have a big fake smile on my face, you know, like Ralphie in Christmas yeah, story. Yeah, sure. And I'm walking up very slowly. And I find the adorable, sweet, open-minded, uh, <laughs> sweet-demeanored hugbear with a cut on his head. And I cast Prayer of Healing to heal his cut. Okay. All right. He devours you. You're devoured. Oh. You heal, you heal him from inside. I, I'm willing to do that. That's how much I care. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Okay, so it's 12. Okay. So uh, that's... 18. 18. So you heal him for 18 points of damage. Uh, this this bugbear with the cut on his head, who looks uh, like the sort of the most grizzled of the bunch, uh, that, that wound uh, starts, to, starts to fade a little bit. Um, and uh, he wakes up, and uh, the whole pile kind of wakes up and, and uh, very quickly sort of gets to their feet. Um, and the smallest of this bunch uh, runs up to you, Merle, and uh, grabs you and screams Kills terrifyingly you. in your face. Oh! Um, oh. And uh, 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 one of the bugbears uh, says, uh, "Christy, Christy, stop! Christy, stop! This is a different. This is a different batch of folks. This, these aren't the folks that came through. These, this, these are different. And Chrissy's like, I don't care. I'm still gonna. I'm still just gonna. I'm gonna start biting. 
Hi, everybody. <laughs> who, who are you guys? What are you guys doing here? Well, my name's Magnus. Um, big Bugbear fan, by the way, from way back. Love your work. Love, Love it. it. Um, yeah. We're looking for Lucas. We want to help him. Um, there's a lot of scary, hinky stuff going on. We got Noel with us. Say hi, Noel. Hey guys, it, these these guys are cool. They're with us. You don't, uh, Christy. You can set you can set Merle down. He's good people. He's good and, folk. He 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 healed your grandpa. So and I'm and I'm not really with that group. My, I'm, they call tacos my handle, and I'm kind of more with the airlock crew, which is me <laughs> out here in the airlock. Uh, uh, Christy sets you down, Merle, and says, uh, oh, "I'm sorry. I just thought, I just I thought you were." I thought you were part. We just got into kind of a skerfuffle, and I thought you, I thought you guys were a party to that. No, sorry, we quick, don't party. Quick check, uh, a skerfuffle. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it's what I said. <laughs> All right, listen, we're Let's sorry that we interrupted your country bear jamboree. <laughs> we'll keep moving on along. No, it's fine. You didn't. You didn't interrupt nothing. We just were taking a nap. We got hit with some sort of sleeping dust, Ugh, and uh, that's the worst. Yeah, no, it's not a good. It's not a good night's sleep. Who are these should, other people? We should. Uh, we should introduce ourselves, please. And uh, one of the other bugbears goes, "Oh yeah, let's." Um, I guess we should go down the line. We're we're so we're bugbears. Uh huh. You probably figured that out already. Yep. We're yeah. we're, we're we're sort of the help here. We kind of help out around the place and. Um, uh, my my name's Aaron Styles. I do um, I do I, I help with his uh, with Lucas's you know fashion. I help get him dressed. Um, you know barber barber stuff, shaving. You know that that kind of thing. Yeah, basic. Gotcha. Um, You're the, the valet. The older grizzled one says, uh, "Oh, my name is John Cook, and I do all the cooking, and I guess I do all the Johnning." Uh huh. Uh huh. And another He's one, uh, one, another one speaks up and goes, uh, oh, "Oh, well, my name's Jamie Green, and uh, I, I help tend to the plants and the stuff like that. Uh, uh, got kind of a kind of a green thumb. That's sort of my joke that I do." Um, and Merle, the one that attacked you, says, uh, uh, "And my name's Christy Kilgore, um, and I'm uh, sort of in charge of maintenance around here, but couldn't think of like a clever last name for." Maintenance, so is, I just went with. I just kept my my original name, my my bugbear name. Is which this is Kil- like a Jellicle Cats kind of situation where these are like the names Lucas gave you, but you have your own names for each other? Like these well, are. Well, I mean, we, all we like have humanist our, names. Well, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they're not our original names. We have our bugbear names, oh. but we choose we choose not to sort of remember that part of our lives because it was pretty. We used to do some pretty bad stuff out there, out yeah, in the yeah, wild. Yeah. Do you guys, or perhaps did you guys, depending, not really sure, uh, know Clark? <laughs> All four of them look at you, Taco, immediately. Um, and Chrissy runs over to the airlock door uh, and shouts, um, Wait, you you know Daniel? Excuse? You, you saw Daniel out there? If that's Clark, then yeah. Um... And Aaron uh, walks over and sort of pulls Christy back, and it's like, so you'll, "I'm sorry. How did you? How did you meet? Clark was his original name, but when when he lived here with us, his name was Daniel. He's he's my son, and she's we're all we're all family here. We're all you know. We were a family tribe of bugbear that that Lucas um, found and sort of adopted. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. How did you how did you meet Daniel? Well, Tell, was wh- he wait 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 was he Clark originally, and then? He came here and switched to Daniel and then went back to Clark. Is that what's up? It's hard to explain. You might 
You may want to ask Lucas about it. It's kind of the specifics. We toads well. He's our buddy. I hugged him once. He gave us some oolong. Then he joined in a wacky racers thing with us. <laughs> it was great. Um, is, he safe? is he is he all right? He's is he safe? totally fine. He's totally fine. He once saved my life. He's a good guy. That sounds like our Daniel. Yeah. Uh, well, he's actually the Earth sign formerly known as Daniel. No, he's fine. He's we probably... saved him from um, some bad dudes. He saved yeah. us some from from some stuff. Well, it's gosh, real. we sure do appreciate that. We miss Daniel a lot. No problemo. And we didn't kill him or anything. No, we didn't he's fight fine. with him. Nope, didn't kill okay, him. Okay, we. Nope. we need I to guess check. that he's what? not dead. No, he's not dead. No, he's not dead. No, Dad, this no, is us no, telling no, you, Dad, he's, he's not, not dead. dead. Well, I know he's not dead. What? Okay, now listen. Why do you keep here, saying that he here is? The, here are the two ways people say someone's not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> You're doing the second one. You're falling into that second category hard. You're leaning into that category. <laughs> He's not dead. He's very much alive. He's not dead? You're so bad at inflection. <laughs> I like that one because it betrays the actuality of the situation, which is, I don't know. It was 10 episodes <laughs> we ago, did fight him, though. No. no. He fell off the back of the car. No, the Do you listen time. to our show? Like we and then you back. met him again. Then we saw you him think again. you killed him and that it was a fucking bugbear ghost <laughs> that helped you out? And We record these. You can listen to these again. He's like, fine. Clark's okay. fine. Clark's fine. Yeah, Clark's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, bugbears, tell us yeah. about this other group that you encountered before us. Oh, yeah, they were really rude. They came through and we offered them, you know, a, a, some tea and we just, mm-hmm. you know, we asked how they were doing and they wanted to get by and head inward to, towards the, you know, the inner chambers of the lab. And like, we can't let that happen, of course. And so we had a sort of a oh, disagreement. Uh, sorry. We um, totally gotcha. Why? Why can you not let hypothetically a group of people pass by to get in? Oh, well, that's like sort of our thing. We're like, you know, we do odd jobs around the place, but we're also, we are still bugbears. Yeah, what? so we're like really big. So we also do some light security work um, for for the lab as well. And, you know, we can't really let folks. Well, what if Lucas said it was cool? Uh, I guess that would be fine. He he didn't tell us it was cool with this last group, though. So okay. uh, well, we got I, in a, I... sort of a sort of a, a kerfuffle and there was a little dwarf guy that attacked us. So we gave him a little, little piece of our minds. And yeah. Then, there was a lizard lady, and uh-huh. she threw some sort of smoke bomb at us, and we yeah. all went to Dreamy Dream Town. They sound like dicks. I yeah, hate I, hated, I hated them. Hey, Lucas, can you hear me? Come in, Lucas. Yeah. yeah, okay. I guess you guys have sort of found out about one of my less ethical sort of experiments. Um, it sounds fine. They seem great. Yeah, no, they're, they're really They really are. They're great. They have these um, these inhibitors, these inhibitor chips in their, in their brains that I... I, I I was trying to come up with a way to like have people that would do some help for me around oh. the around the lab, but also like also protect the lab from attackers. And so, so I, I found slavery, this, this, right? So that well, like slavery. I guess kind of yeah, a little bit. But they, I mean, they seem genuinely happy, and they they you know they didn't like so this is why we couldn't charm Clark again. Yeah, I so I watched what you guys did with Clark when I watched you on the races. When I saw him pop up, I was a little bit surprised, and I gotta know what did you do? To, what did you guys do to him down there? We charmed him. He's our buddy. You used like a charm spell on him, Clark, or as he was known here, Daniel Butler. He was he was my butler. He, um, Lucas, he, you gotta get better at that. Come on, a little. I know. I thought it was. I thought it was cute. 
anyway, um, he ran off. He got into a little scuffle with his sister, and he bumped his head, and I think it disabled the inhibitor chip, and he had a freak out. And he, he ran off and escaped. And I, all I can think is that when you charmed him, somehow the wires got crossed in his brain. As it turns out, if you, like, inhibit all the aggression in a bugbear, they're actually very sweet. Um, and so I think that he's a bit on the fritz, Taco. Oh, right. Yeah, okay, now I remember. I charmed him the first time we met him. Yeah. Uh, to turn him into, like, Kelsey Grammer. Mm-hmm. I think the odds are actually pretty good that he's maybe going to be charmed by you forever, kind of like on and on and off. He he can join a nation of podcast listeners (laughs) in that that particular affliction. All right. So, Luco needs you to uh, pass on to these these hug bears. That is totally cool for us to continue on our way unmolested. Um, Yeah, sure. Hey, guys, you just got to let them pass, okay? They're trying to get in in, into the middle. Um, Before uh, we go, will you tell us a little, just a little bit more about the scuffle? Was there a problem with the scuffle? Oh yeah, like uh, uh, you know, oh yeah, there, yeah, yeah. We 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 were, uh, we we don't want to be rude. We try to be real nice here as as much as we can. But yeah, these these three, um, honestly, it was just the dwarf guy that was mostly sort of causing causing all the trouble. He was, he honestly reminds me of back in my day. Um, one time a guy came into my cave and I just killed him. Yeah. We've oh. all been there. Oh yeah, I killed. Yeah, I definitely killed some guys who came to my cave too. Just you know, like if that happens, you can throw them right off a cliff, and it's usually fine. Oh, oh yeah, I've thrown plenty of people off cliffs. That's yeah, uh, yeah that's a uh, cliff cliff throwings. What bugbears do best? We really. should compare notes. Um, so we need to keep on the move. It's all about the angle. The angle. I think uh, it's about the dangle, but that's just me. Uh, well, I guess I. I guess we can let you through if Lucas is vouched for you. Can you tell me what's going on in this lab? Because I've heard lots of crinkle tinkles. Oh, yeah. You guys need I've... to get moving. Yeah, uh, this is not a cool scene. You need to move on out. Yeah. Do you want to come with us? I guess we could, but like... Swear fealty! <laughs> <laughs> Swear to me! Sorry, I don't know where that came from. But it like, yeah, like... you all are welcome to join us. You just have to... Swear fealty! I, is he okay? He's fine. <laughs> fine. You should just do that, though. Um, Noel says, uh, well, hold on. It might be kind of dangerous because it's all crystallized out there. Well, that's why I'm saying they it. should come with us. They can't go out that way, so we just have to keep moving inward. Yeah, but there could be other parts of it. Why don't you, I'll tell you what, you four just lock yourselves in the airlock when we leave. And you'll, be, you'll be safe in there until we, we can come get you. Okay. I think that's Griffin's DM way of not having to do six voices for the rest of the game. <laughs> yep. Well, it actually be at this point it's like eight voices because you got also like two different radios. That's true. We're, this we're, whole thing's gotten wild. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna elect one of us to speak for the others. <laughs> I'm gonna have like a I'm gonna write in a story element where they all like merge into one. Uh, oh, like, like sliders. Like, well, like like David David Slime Covney. Okay. <laughs> Uh, can we get y'all anything before you before you go? Can we? Yeah, can we? Can we get you a tea or something? Can I give you guys a quick shave or? Yeah, I could cook you up a a nice meal. I could make y'all a you, a ham listen, a ham a ham steak. Y'all have been lovely. Um, we have got to mosey. Uh, farewell. We'll never forget you. We will I never guess. forget our time. I guess you don't want to know where the bugbear treasure is buried. Wait, where is the bugbear treasure? treasure. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. Hey, wait, I have a question real quick. Why is there a second dormitory out there? Do you guys know? If you're, like, doing the day-to-day stuff, there was Lucas's room, and then there was, like, an empty room. Oh, yeah, well, that was was Maureen's room. 
And Maureen. Maureen, that, you know, Lucas's mom. Gotcha. Yeah, she's um she's she's not with us anymore, unfortunately. Where is she? Um you I should think probably she's dead. You should probably ask Lucas about that when um you know, late later on. You you guys uh you guys should probably get a, get a move on. Uh-huh. Um, I get I get this f- feeling that the base is sinking and we all don't want to die. Yeah. So. No, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. Um Did Maureen die? Yeah, God, uh, how indelicate can you be, bud? Well, I didn't know her. Well, he could have asked Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I I can talk to you guys about that later. Let's just can we get this show? Oh yeah, Lucas, get here. That's right. Sorry, dude. We yeah, keep going. Thanks. Cool. Cool talk. <laughs> cool. Pretty cool day I'm having with you guys, my three friends. <laughs> Come we on, keep... Noel. Okay. Yeah. You you guys uh, say your goodbyes to the uh, to the bugbears to the hugbear family uh, as you leave the hugbear room. Uh, you pass through an airlock that is just like a straight tunnel, um, and this one, uh, this 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 single door is labeled um, uh, a hugbear supply room, um, and uh, it's 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 where all the hugbears cleaning supplies, cooking supplies, all of the the supplies they need to do their work around the lab uh, are. Uh, and as you enter into it, um, you realize that this room has already been crystallized. Um, and, uh, there's, there's some shelves with supplies all over it. It just kind of looks like a big storeroom. Uh, it, even through your suits, you can feel, uh, this room is actually really cold. Um, and, and you realize it's because there's actually a small vent to the outside of the lab in this room. Um, and there's some snow blowing into the room that is actually like instantly crystallizing and, uh, falling to the ground. So there's like a, a crunchy layer of crystallized snow. And how cool would you say that looks? It looks pretty neat, actually. Um, it's like a little crystal confetti cannon coming into the room. Unfortunately, right underneath that window, you see a crystallized figure. And it's pretty small. And it's wearing a null suit. Um, only the helmet is open in that null suit. And you see... A dwarven figure with a cigar in his mouth. Oh, God, it's Merle. And it's Merle from the future. (laughs) Twist. Um, uh, No, you actually recognize this crystallized figure as Boyland, the dwarf who came in with with Carrie and Killian. Boyland is closed for good. (laughs) (laughs) The sad thing is it'll never get to be Manland. (laughs) Why did he take off his helmet? He was always so stupid. We probably just high-fived, by the way. Yeah, oh, definitely. In fiction. I don't know if that matters. Hey, everybody. This is Griffin McElroy, your dungeon master, your best friend, and your dirty little secret thank you all so much for listening to the adventure zone episode 33 i really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day and your busy schedule spend some time with four genuine nerdos as they talk about fantasy robots and shit i want to thank everybody who's been tweeting about the show using the the zone cast hashtag because if you tweet about the show using the the zone cast hashtag great great things can happen all of your dreams and wishes come true 
Um, you help us spread the word about the show because we have literally no other way of spreading the word about the show. Uh, and you could end up as a character in the show, like the huge slate of characters that ended up uh, in this week's episode. I'm talking about folks like John Cook. I'm talking about folks like Aaron Stiles. I'm talking about folks like Jamie Green. I'm talking about folks like Christy Kilgore. I'm talking about folks like Daniel Butler, whose friends all all messaged me to make sure his name ended up on this show. Uh, we'll probably have a couple more characters on this arc, uh, and then a, a bunch more for the next arc. Uh, so go ahead and tweet tweet the show. We really do appreciate it. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. 
April 25th is Taz. April 24th is my brother, my brother, and me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the foundation for black women's wellness. So go check it out. Macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. We have a couple of Jumbotron messages on this week's show. If you want to get a commercial or personal message out there for you or a buddy or a small business, maybe a small business is your buddy. I don't know. Uh, just go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron, and we will read it on this show. Here's one from Zach Ayers, who wants you to search for Teenagers with Attitude on iTunes and subscribe or listen to their sampler by searching Teenagers with Attitude sampler on YouTube. Now, I know you're sitting here wondering, what what is Teenagers with Attitude about? That just sounds like my whole life, when teens come up to me on the street and just fucking bully me right there on the street. No, this isn't about those teens that bully you on the street. It's a podcast and it's about the Power Rangers, specifically a podcast in which a bunch of adults sit down each week to talk about an episode of the more phenomenal 90s kids show Power Rangers. Listen to them try to figure out what the deal is with the big floating head in the tube, why Rita Repulsa can never quite seem to stop foiling her own plans, and why Goldar the Winged Ape Man has such a strong labor union. Having just finished the Green Ranger saga, they've got 20 episodes down and 800 to go. So now's a great time to jump in. There couldn't have been that many episodes of that show, but maybe there probably were. Anyway, Teenagers with Attitude, go check it out. Here's another Jumbotron message. Go check out Friendship and Firelight at fnfpod.com or wherever you download podcasts. A lot of hot podcast recommendations for you this week. Friendship and Firelight is a podcast where we invite you to take a rest from your journey and sit around their campfire. They tell stories, they have some laughs, and they discuss all things nerdy and great. D&D fans should check out episode 3, where we talk about 5th edition, and episode 6, where we talk about the chaotic neutral alignment. Also, the show's music is by my bam favorite, Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Hmm. Friendship and Firelight, the podcast for the quest is only as good as the companions by your side. I like that. I like the idea of a podcast taking place in a place and not just like in in the void where, where four nerdos just shout garbage about dice. Anyway, fnfpod.com. Check it out. Go listen to the other shows on the Maximum Fun Network. I'm talking about shows like Jordan Jesse Go. I'm talking about shows like Stop Podcasting Yourself. I'm talking about shows like Throwing Shade and Can I Pet Your Dog and One Bad Mother. There's so many amazing shows all on MaximumFun.org for you to check out. And like I mentioned before, we have a ton of new projects that we're working on that are all collected at McElroy Shows. I'm talking about like my new video game podcast, Cool Games Inc. I'm talking about Schmanners, Travis and Teresa's new Manners podcast. I'm talking about Still Buffering, which Sydney and her sister Riley are doing. I'm talking about Rose Buddies, a bachelor cast I do with my wife, Rachel. It's it, We got our fingers in a lot of pies, and you can find that pie display rack at McElroyShows.com. That's it for the commercial break. Uh, I'm going to let you get back into it. The next episode will be up on February 25th, and uh, we'll see you then. Bye. So here's a crystallized boy land. 
Um, he has his helmet open, uh, and he has a pretty grim look on his face, and he's yeah. got his he's got his cigar in his mouth um, that he had uh, when when you guys first came in through here uh, when you when you guys first crash landed into the laboratory. Um, and he's sitting right under the uh, right under the window where the snow was coming in. I wave my hand and see if his eyes move. No. Oh, okay. No. I thought maybe Is I could cigar. get him out. Is the Is cigar lo- covered with crystal? Uh, yeah. All all of this man is covered in crystal. How covered? Completely covered. Like, Com- what's the thickness of the crystal? Pretty damn thick. Okay. Well, I feel nothing about this. <laughs> and yet you have so much to say. But is it weird? Like, I feel no emotional connection to this crystallized man. That's fucking savage, Travi. Well... I barely knew him before, and I won't even know him now. He volunteered at the Boys and Girls Club, the Boys and <laughs> Dwarfs Club, every single weekend. He, um, what else can I say? He had a gigantic family. Oh, my God. He was the father of 400 sons and 13 daughters, which is weird. Just That's like, why he's called Boyland. Yeah, because they, they spring from him, fully formed. Um, and boy, was he just a great dad. Um, he, he had a big old camping trip for all 413 of his kids planned for actually next week. Oh, Oh, shit. And he was two days away from retirement. And he was, he was a refundable or, uh, for camping, (laughs) the camping camping tickets. tickets? (laughs) No, that's a good point. You would have to like rent out like a whole forest to get all those kids up in the mix. Um, anyway, he was the sweetest guy. He was, I'm sorry, I did a bad job sorted storytelling, I guess, for him. And this, this in his brief eulogy, it's a shame that now, only now can Do I, tell I have you. a marker or something with me that I can draw, like, a smiley face on his face? Yeah, sure. Does he, does he have anything worth stealing that we could take? Hey. crystals, right? No, actually, his, uh, he has a weapon, um, and, uh, it's a, it's kind of a small hand axe that I he's take got. It. Um, why would okay. you take that? Uh, it's just a one-handed axe. It doesn't look like anything special, but it was coated in the in the the null suit juice when he got sprayed down. So yeah, that would be that would be protected. But him, he's 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 all froze. Yeah, that's too bad. I take the axe. Okay. All right. So we move on. Oh, I should say something too, right? I'm a cleric. Well, and a dwarf. Maybe is there like a dwarven right? Oh, yeah. Some kind of yes. like passage you want to read from I the have dwarf to say Bible? It, I have to say it in dwarfese. Okay. Is that all right with you guys? No, please. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me get comfortable. Mecca Lecca High. I fucking knew it. I could it. have shot, I could have <laughs> written it down in an envelope, held it to my forehead, and said that's what you're going to say. I fucking <laughs> knew it. Long live Jombie. Long live Jombie, but short live Boyland. Yeah, Boyland, he always had uh, a big cigar in his mouth. Yeah, and, a and story not even to in tell. a Freudian way. I mean, and he... at least half the time I knew him, he was covered in crystal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He always had a crystal to share with you. <laughs> yeah, a pocket full of crystals he had, and he loved root beer barrels. Okay, so let's move on. But okay. wait, there's got to be some significance to the window. I mean, why would he be right under the window? Because and, because it's a no smoking um, lab, and he wanted to like he had to blow the smoke out fuck. the vent. I think that makes a lot that of makes sense. Makes a lot of sense to me. I think that's what happened. He took his helmet off so he could have him a smoke, and bingo, bango, bongo. That's it. He don't want to leave the Congo. He got turned uh, into a big decanter. 
Yeah, you could uh, you could roll an investigation check, but circle gets to square. That's exactly what happened. Boom! <laughs> I roll an investigation check just to be sure. Just yeah. to make Griffin feel useful. All right. I make an investigation check. Oh, my God. He's really doing it. <laughs> All right. No, I'm, I'm literally telling you. Yeah. Go ahead and tell me, but I rolled a 14. What's yeah, your the, yeah, no, you zero. Hold on, he he. That's a z, that's fourteen with a zero modifier, Griffin. Okay, yeah. Is that yeah, enough no, he, for you to tell him what you just told him? Yeah, you, he was standing next to the window and tried to vent his his smoke from out of his suit, like you saw him do earlier, and some of that crystallized snow got on him. Oh. A single flake in our in our team in our time with Boyland. Did he seem like a total ding dong? <laughs> <laughs> Four hundred suns, zero brain cells. <laughs> Ain't that how it go? Yeah, okay. And don't it always seem to go? Well, that's very sad, but I think we should... Uh, our, oh, of the bugbear supplies, is there anything that would be salvageable that, that might be useful to us, or is it all just pretty common material? Uh, there's a can of crystal beans. I'll take it. Okay. What? Is there any wonder glue? Because I've been looking for that stuff all over the place. In Fallout 4, you mean? In Fallout 4, Fallout but 4. I mean... Yeah. Okay, right. I even um, find myself walking through the grocery store, and I see duct tape, and I go, oh, I should buy that because I need it in Fallout 4. <laughs> uh, actually, you can feed that into the port in the back of your Xbox, and that will, yeah, that will feed, work. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, no, there's no, there's nothing really salvageable in this room. It has been... It's been is the axe crystal. that dad took any good? Should I fight him for it? Do we need to roll need? Uh, no, it's not especially great. Okay, you can keep your shitty axe. Yeah, uh, it just ha- it has a uh, all- every single one of his children's names is carved into it. Oh yeah, please, I don't want that. God, it's probably falling apart now. All right, you moving on? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Uh, so you're you're in another Y chamber, another airlock. Um, this one is a little bit different from the ones that you've been through, um, because the two doors on either end of it are kind of in a state of disrepair. Um, one of them is labeled the gravity augmentation chamber. Um, and, uh, this actually looks like an older version of the airlocks that you've, you've seen so far. The door just kind of looks not as, as futuristic. I mean, it's it's like made of planks of wood. Uh yeah, basically it's a it is a wooden airlock. Um, it looks no, not quite that old, but it you know it looks it looks pretty uh, aged. Um, the other airlock is labeled the temperature augmentation chamber, and this door actually has a, a weirdly enough a, like a layer of ice around it, like it's been completely iced over. Do we need to go find a plasma to get through it? Oh shit, that is kind of like what that is. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. Dad, which way do you want to go? Yeah. Um, well, let's see. We have a door we can't go through. Uh-huh. And we have a door we can go through. Yeah. Seems pretty obvious to me. We want to try the door we can't go can't, through. Yeah, yeah through I'm there, sure. too. We got to do the frozen one. You know what? I That's say we just let it go. Deal. Yeah. Let okay. it go? Um, I would actually like to... Cast uh, 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 before we go through all the rigmarole, and because my spill fingers are getting a little rusty, uh, I'm gonna cl- cast uh, clairvoyance. Okay, so I can see on the other side of the uh, uh, on the other side of the door there to try to get some sort of inkling of where we're where we're going here, or, wh- or whether or not this is like worth the certain to be 15 minutes of audio. <laughs> That it will require for us to get through this fucking thing. Okay. Which uh, which door are you checking? 
the one that the we, frozen the fr- one, the one the frost. Okay, okay, okay. Necessitate magic to see what's on the other side of it. Okay. Uh, it is a, a create an invisible sensor within a range of a location familiar to me. Oh no, I know what's up with clairvoyance. Okay, you don't cool. have to. You just don't have to make any rolls or anything. Uh, no, just concentrate. Okay. Uh, yeah, you I'm concent- choosing seeing. By the way, sorry. I'm. Cho- I could choose seeing or hearing. I what you could fucking taste the room. <laughs> no, I just. It's just the two there. Just see. You can smell it. Smell okay. like cold. Yeah, you. Um, you... Well, he's got to concentrate first. He's got to concentrate. I'm concentrating. Hey, I'm not touching you. Hey, look, I'm not touching you. <laughs> I'm not touching you. All look, right, I'm not touching you. Um, are you? Are we sure we're not dad's dad? <laughs> uh, wait, who's wait, the dad? Let me describe this. Justin's eyes are tightly cinched together. He has like a grimace. He put a belt on him on his face. He has one finger extended. I can't tell from this distance. Oh, okay. Okay, Taco, you uh, pass through this icy door, um, and you're actually tr- – uh, once once you get through, uh, the, the whole airlock tunnel is just a giant, solid sheet of ice. Um, and as you make it into the door, even that ice is sort of extending into the room, probably a good uh, eight feet or so. Of just solid, just solid ice. Um, inside of that room, though, you see uh, two figures in null suits battling what appear to be sort of like uh, ice-covered robots. Almost, <gasps> we um, have to get this, in there. This room looks like a like a winter wonderland, um, and these these two figures are just taking these ice robots to fucking fool school. Um, one of them is, uh, running up a wall and, like, hanging off the ceiling and just, like, throwing down daggers, um, that are just, like, cutting these things apart. Um, the other one is using a crossbow to just, like, blast, blast them to little pieces. Um, uh, but yeah, in this Winter Wonderland scene, uh, you see Killian and you see Carrie, uh, just, just murking some robots in there. So they're, like, holding their own. They're really better than we are at this stuff. Super better at it. Um, Yeah. Well, guys, it's empty. (laughs) (laughs) Let's try the other one. Are you sure? No, I'm positive. It's empty. Because I heard, I saw your eyes twitching a lot. Empty as hell. If he says it's empty, it's empty. And when you heard me say, oh, shit, sweet flip, that was just a a childhood rhyme I used to help focus myself. So you didn't see anything. It's just a frozen room. You're just like your mother would swaddle you, young taco, baby taco, and just sing to you. Oh shit! When you were just a taquito. Oh, just a sweet flip, my little nugget. (laughs) Hot stunts, cool nights. Hot stunts, cool nights. Are those ice robots? Oh, dunk. Wait, there's ice robots in there. That's part of the no, that's rhyme. Just, it's just part it's of just, the song. It's just part of the song. It's oddly appropriate. No, but yeah, it's empty. Because I can, I think I can hear fighting. You don't hear, like you don't, clanging. You don't hear shit. There's eight inches of ice between us and the ice robots. Well, there's uh, ice robots? Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are ice robots. Fine. Fuck. Do they have arms? No, currently, yeah. <laughs> the ice. Can you melt it? <sighs> I cast. How about if I cast Sacred Flame just to see if it'll open if we thaw it out? But it it's empty. Okay, that ship has sailed, hasn't it? Yeah, um, you're not going to be able to pull it off. Okay, 
kidding aside, I don't. I there are people. I wasn't kidding. It's it's lying. <laughs> we they're they're in there. Killian and um, Carrie are in there, and they're handing a couple ice robots. They're metal asses, but they have it under control. By no means do I think we need. They are in need of our uh, specialized services. Gotcha. Uh, so let's check out the fizzy lifting room. Cool. Okay, as you as you open up uh, the door to the gravity augmentation chamber, um, you uh, see a large spherical chamber um, that is pretty dark and pretty dirty. It looks like nobody's really been in here in a while, um, and. Th- Things in this chamber are just floating, just floating in space. Um, there's a lot of just sort of flotsam and jetsam, and it almost looks like Lucas has just kind of been throwing his trash into this room um, because there's like a refrigerator floating around and like some just panes of glass flying around and some some cages flying around, some microscopes and and uh, some just industrial equipment and crates and barrels just kind of floating around in, in this, in this chamber, uh, without the effects of, of gravity on it. Hey, Lucas. Yeah. What's up? What's, uh, with your trash room? Oh, bless this mess, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm not especially great about like getting rid of my my junk, because I might need it again someday, and also I, I guess I don't really know where you throw away industrial waste. So um, that that chamber actually, um, Maureen, my mother, she she actually worked on it yeah. um, to sort of master you know gra- gravity anti gravity technology. It's it's actually helped um, make our labs and and your your headquarters. So and you made a um, weird shrinking elevator thing. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's pretty sick, right? Well, do you remember when your you mom made anti gravity? Okay, yeah, she had That's pretty cool. She had yeah. some stuff going. Was that before she died that she made? Well, that? I would cool. have to assume. Cool okay. and neat. Anyway, yeah, just get through there and come on, you're you're getting close. Um, the, I jump. The, you jump into the anti grav room. Yes. Okay, you're in there, and sure enough, you're just floating now through the room. It's everything um, I dreamed it would be. <laughs> I feel uh, alive for the first time. You're experiencing the magic of flight. Uh-huh. Um, and it's pretty... Well, you're actually having to, like, scoot some trash out of the way as you fly through the through the, through the garbage Still room. pretty good. Uh, yeah, if it weren't for all the garbage, this would be, like, the most miraculous experience, basically, ever. Okay, now, Taco takes my hand, and we leap out together, and I look at him, and I say, Can you read my mind? Is that a reference? We'll see who gets that joke later. Okay, because it's not us. <laughs> the people on the show you're doing it with. It was Superman, right? It's a Superman reference. Okay. Thank you, son. At least um, I paid attention when I we sat at, sat at your lap. Your fatherly <laughs> lap last year. <laughs> the fatherly hearth. Your, three, your weird three laps that you have. Um, <laughs> that you had installed. <laughs> your well, that's going to get some fan art. Yeah. Your dorsal lap. Um uh, yeah, Noel follows you into the chamber too. Um, Noel, look at me. Yeah, no, yeah, you're doing great. I'm an like, angel. Yeah, you're you're a beautiful angel, and you're floating around, and you're doing such a great. Are job. you proud of me? I'm real proud of you. Uh, How do, do I get stunt. down? Hey, hey, Magnus, do a stunt. I do a stunt. Oh man. Oh, that's an 18 on stunts. Uh, yeah, you you don't really have anything to push yourself off on, so you just kind of like twist around. But it's, she's oh wow that was real good Magnus am I the best at stunts you're the best at flipping and spinning thank you 
You're you're so great. All right, Taco Taco and Merle, you guys do a do a duo stunt. No. Okay, <laughs> I thought you'd have fun in the zero gravity room, but that's you, this isn't about be... fun. I can fly whenever I want, so it's like pshaw. Yeah, I I can like just standard not do magic, so this is like the best I've ever felt ever. Yeah, that's pretty good, I guess. Do you want to stay here? No. I just signed a lease on a condo. <laughs> Y'all hear something coming from a, a, a pretty big ball of uh, of rubble um, below you towards the center of the room. And uh, emerging from that ball of rubble, you see three shapes um, sort of push themselves off the bottom uh, of this spherical room and start to move upward toward the three of you very slowly. And it, you can't really get a beat on what these three figures are. They're, 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 they got these, this, this like pink, weirdly shiny, like bubblegum skin almost. And they have these eight like padded feet and these circular snouts with this row of sharp teeth all around them. Um, and, and they, they got these eight legs that are ending in these like gross, wispy tendril fingers. Um, and they they seem friendly. Um, they're just, they're not making any noise and they're not really animating very much. They're just kind of floating, floating up in your general direction. Okay. Hey, hey, Lucas, me again. Yeah. What's up? What's with the, you guys having fun in my trash room? What's the weird bubble gum octopus things? Weird bubblegum aqua. What are you talking about? Yeah, they about? got a snout. Griffin described it better. Were you listening? Were you listening when he described it? <laughs> I mean, there shouldn't be anything in that in There's that like room. three of them. They're in broken cages. They're floating to me in a very threatening manner. Oh, the tar. Oh, they're oh, they're just tardigrades. Well, they sh- they're just they're just little guys. It's they're, pretty they're big. Like micro- they're microscopic. We were doing experiments on zero gravity, like animals, how they thrive in it, and. Yeah, no, tardigrades, they're, they're microscopic. Quit being, no, these quit being so dramatic. Thrived they are thrived word. as hell. Wait, what? It's like the size of, I don't know, how would you describe it, Griffin? Uh, a car engine. Yeah, they're about the size of a car engine. Um, he says, uh, <laughs> that no, could be that's anything. Not, that's not possible. They, they're, these tardigrades are microscopic creatures. They call I hold them. the necklace up. Look. Oh, shit. I can't see, but I, now I believe you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys need to get out of there. Yeah. Tart- tardigrades are, are, we call them unkillable water bears. You got to get the fuck out of there. You He's call them that? a bear here. Um, I push off uh, some garbage towards the door. Bye. <laughs> uh, okay, as you push off some garbage to start floating away from the door, um, the three uh, tardigrades, which is a real animal. I was doing some Googling around, guys. It's a neat animal. They're they do zero, they do zero gravity was- environments on them. Do a quick Google search. They're one of Sydney's favorite animals, actually. She thinks they're adorable. They're adorable. What, but these how three, do you spell it? T- like Tardis? Like Tardis? Uh-huh. And then Grade? Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't like that. Yeah, when they're you when they're you sized, they're definitely less adorable. It does look um, like a super fat angry manatee, though. Uh yeah, and these three super fat angry manatees. Yeah, I could um, probably sound like this. <laughs> I'm a tardigrade. I'm going to eat because I'm angry. The bad thing about tardigrades is that they basically will eat anything. Uh, and just Some water you... bears have been known to eat entire live organisms like rotifers and other tardigrades. Mm-hmm. Or, elves, or elves, human, and dwarves. Because all three of these 
um, stick out these, shoot out these long, fleshy pink proboscises. Well, boy, that's a fun, pleasant mental image um, at all three of you. Um, and I need all three of you guys to make dexterity saving throws with disadvantage because you don't really have anything to move off. Even of. though I said I pushed off some garbage. All right, you can. You don't have disadvantage. Yeah. Nineteen. Eighteen. Two. This, uh, <laughs> uh, Taco, you don't really need to roll again. Uh, uh, Merle, you do because you have disadvantage. Well, let's see if I can get a one. Wait a minute. Disadvantage means you do. You roll twice and, and you, you take, take the, the worst. Lower of the two. Oh. Eight. Okay. Did you guys know that tardigrades were first discovered by a German pastor named Johann August F. from Guise? <laughs> Thanks, Siri. You're welcome. Just a little thing I learned from the tardigrade wiki. Knowledge is power. I'm just looking for something that'll help me beat them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's definitely. I definitely wanted to send you on a fucking science science hunt. That's the you key to this battle. You literally told him to Google them. You yeah, literally I guess that's, said I guess that. that's true. Um, yeah, now that you've spoken the name of their discoverer, all three just disintegrate. Well done. You, fig- you figured out our secret. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Riley Smurl. And we co-host a podcast called Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. On our show, we tackle all of the hot teen topics that kids have on their minds today. Hot teen topics? Well, you know, the, the questions that are that are plaguing teenagers through their tumultuous growing years. Questions like... How do I party? Or what do I do with all this hair everywhere? The same questions that people like Sydney had during their years as teenagers. Many, many, many. Okay, not that many. So, so long ago. Yeah, okay, I think they get the idea. So search for Still Buffering on iTunes or MaximumFun.org for new episodes every Tuesday. Still Buffering. I am a teenager. And I was too. 